Welcome to the Mentis Omnia podcast. This is Kelly Hudson and Thomas Taylor. Light, camera, action. <laughs> Good evening, Tom. What's going on, Kelly? What has it been? Uh, a week here since we haven't released an episode, so just getting back on track with the holidays and everything else, and uh, finally been able to sit down and kind of go over some things and where we're headed and the direction. And and uh, I think the conversation that we've been having is, uh, you know, staying on track and keeping everything uh, with our routines and and what we need to do, and you know, helping each other. And and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's important, man. Having accountability. Um within yourself or as we often or what we talked about at the beginning of this uh, podcast you know getting a group and all that stuff accountability kind of goes everywhere every aspect of your life whether you want to call it discipline accountability staying on track really doesn't matter um i think that it's paramount that you develop a system for yourself and then with those around you um to keep you on that path that you've started or that you're wanting to start and uh, stand strong through that. And I think that, you know, this is kind of a perfect time because we did, we took a break uh, last week from putting something out just because of the uh, holidays and spending time with family. And then, you know, we had our own accountability issues. And um, in light of that, I think that that's something that a lot of other people can relate to, especially during the holiday season, right? Because somebody might be in the gym on average six days a week all year long and then the holiday season comes and you blow your diet out the water and you blow your <laughs> workouts out the water you blow your sleep rhythm out of, out of the water you blow almost everything out of the water or maybe some people do some things and other people's do others um but i know from personal experience um that's just not the case you know um so i think that accountability is uh absolutely important and i think that realizing that like you're, you are going to fall off the horse, and that's fine. Work the muscle getting back on. Right. Well, and I think it's, you know, still going through those motions when you don't want to. Um, but back to even what you said um, at the beginning there, you said, you know, the sum of the people you hang – what is it? The sum of the five people you hang around is, is – what did you say about that? You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Meaning what? Well, um, take a look at – your friends before you enlisted or at least my friends before i enlisted love them to death um some of them i was thick as thieves with um but i wasn't really going anywhere and i i know for personal experience or just you know my story um i really didn't have an idea of what i wanted to do in life i didn't have a necessarily have a plan i mean i did but it, it changed rather fast um, and so, yeah, the group of guys that I was around just kind of wasn't going that direction. Doesn't mean they were bad dudes in any way, shape or form. Um, they just, they had their own past. They had their own things, you know, and I joined and that's when I was, you know, told by the drill sergeants, you know, when you go on leave for the first time, you're going to see some of your friends that you were the closest with doing the same thing in the same place. Don't fall back into that. And that kind of stuck with me, even through my service, uh, realizing, you know, if I was hanging out with a group of guys that were drinking too much and didn't care about whatever the standards were or cared about working out or whatever it was, I I, 
I realized I was easily influenced. And I think that goes back to not necessarily having a, a full-time mentor around me growing up. Very impressionable, very chameleon-like, wanting to blend in and, and be friendly and, and have friends and all that stuff. So whatever season I'm in or whatever group I'm around, right, because we're talking about um, you're the sum of the five people you spend your mo the most time with, whatever group that was for me, I was most like. Absolutely. And you could see that in my life um, when I uh, joined a motorcycle club, right? And now I'm this biker and get wrapped up in that world and uh, realize that that wasn't for me anymore. Still love those guys. They're not bad dudes. Um, still keep in touch with them. Uh, probably some of the dudes that I trust the most ever. Um, but that's just, that wasn't my life anymore. I wanted something different. I wanted to do something different and, you know, moved down to Florida and don't know anybody. And then oddly enough, reconnect with you and Alex and then Teddy joins. And now my, my circle is extremely small. Um, and in some way, shape or form, every one of us brings something to the group that another person in the group lacks. Right. So I find admire, uh, admirable traits in every single group member that we've got um, where I kind of piece together what I want out of my own life. Right. And see what you guys are doing and, you know, model that. And, you know, we talk a lot about scripting and all that stuff with the podcast. You know, we don't want it to be like we're reading scripts off in front of us. And th this kind of plays into this because. You know, I don't, I'm not copying to an extent, but I am seeing where you might have the time to work out and seeing if I can figure it out or the fact that you do short workouts every day, right? 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever they are. Right. And realizing like, damn, I can carve that time out. Right. And so that's where it started. And now I'm up to hour, hour and a half and it's religious for me. Um, Alex great with finances right great uh being a student and i'm in school and i'm working on my finances and so like i can kind of learn from there uh to an extent um a lot of what alex has done was prep work which very smart guy um stuff that i wasn't thinking about but now i am you know what i mean so i'm moving on that teddy you know um Right now, he's going through a hard, hard time. I'm seeing, seeing his resilience is something that I'm taking from that, where my own life might get hard for me, but nowhere near as hard as what Teddy's going through. Right. And, you know, I find not, not motivation, but I find inspiration from that. Um, and I, I, I mold this. So I spend most of my time with you guys, my wife, and my son, right? My son teaches me how to love. My wife teaches me how to serve and you guys teach me abundance of other things that I kind of pull all together and I'm striving to be this unknown figure that I see in the future. And I try to equate that to Jesus, right? Like Matthew McConaughey talked about, um, he chases himself in 10 years and fuck that. I chase Jesus. I'm never going to get there. And that's what Matthew McConaughey said, right? Cause his, his hero is always, 10 years in front of them, right? 
well, Jesus is something I'm never going to achieve as far as perfection goes, but fuck it. I'm gonna die trying. Right. You know? Um, and I think that's where this sum you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. I think that plays a huge part, man. And I think that like, if you're falling off, take a look at your circle. If you're getting started, take a look at your circle. If you're failing, take a look at your circle. If you're mediocre, take a look at your circle. If you're succeeding, take a look at your circle. I mean, everything goes back to who you spend the most time with. And I don't, and you know, we talk about ego on this show and uh, I think ego plays a lot into this because a lot of dudes will have a lot of pride and be like, oh no, like I'm my own person. Are you really? Just be real. You know what I mean? You're not going to get an F in the class. You're not going to, you know, get clowned on none of this stuff. I mean, you're going to have haters, right? People are going to have their own opinion, but at the end of the day, I got no problem saying that I'm, I, I can be influenced. Right. Um, and now I want to influence others for good, not for my personal gain. Now, out of those people that you're hanging out with, I got a question for you. Should you be finding somebody that's the same level as you or finding people that are going to elevate you? There was this lesson. And I don't remember who told it to me or what it was. But basically, it was a track. Yeah, it was a person that runs track. And the example or lesson here was, if you're running track and you run with people that you're better than, you're never going to get faster. If you run with people that are at the same ability than you, you might get a little bit faster. But if you run with the dudes that are going to smoke you every single time, you are absolutely going to get faster. And so that's the way that I look at it. I haven't figured it out as far as like, what's the ratio? You know, I, I think that like, we're not, we're not drafting people here. I think that the people that you had, that you come into contact the most, you observe their habits, right? And if you're looking for something more in your life, like I am, or to be better like I am, um, I want dudes that are better than me. I want dudes that challenge me. I want dudes that I learn from, right? Um, I mean, we had a situation recently where I was aggressive with one of the people in our group. And out of that, I got a lesson of compassion and love is what Jesus had. And that's something that I've struggled with my whole life. I, I didn't love, you know, I didn't love the guy any less because I was yelling at him, but I wonder if the guy on the other end knew whether I was coming from a place of anger or if I was coming from a place of love. And I think that. Well, being that able to d discern the difference between that too, like being able to tell like the discernment between well, I, I, the conversation or what's that coming. That falls on me. I, I think that falls on me. I could have approached the conversation in several different ways. My tone being one of them, my, my, my volume being another one, right? The words that I use, did I cuss? Did I not cuss? Right. I don't talk to my son that way. And I love my son. Right. 
So if I love this guy in the group, why am I going to talk to him sideways like that? Right. And I think that, you know, I think that we're pretty, pretty even in a sense outside of like small things here or there that I might be better at than he is or vice versa. Um, we're still pretty much in the same boat to an extent. And I'm still learning. Oh, I'm learning about myself. I'm learning about the other person, you know, and I think that that's just kind of what you got to look at, you know, is make sure that you are running with people that at least want to go somewhere. Right. Right. Some level of a common goal. Oh, I want to work out. I want to be ripped. I want that summer bod year round. Okay. Well, you're going to go hang out with those dudes, but you might find out that some of those dudes like they suck in other areas of their life where they're kind of terrible people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not going to really associate with him. I might, you know, like he might be really good in the gym. I might talk to him there, but that's where that stops. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that our group is kind of that way. I, you know, it's like a pool of resources, almost well, different I'm experiences, different life lessons, different thoughts, different perspectives, ideas. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, to answer the question outside of this long-winded answer, simply to put it, I would say find a balance. And one of the biggest lessons is look at yourself first when dealing with that circle, you know? Right. Um, are you passing judgment and blame or are you being held working up. to get to a common goal? Well, and I think also being, you know, having them keeping you on track and also having, you know, somebody call you out for bullshit or, or just be like, Hey, you're fucking up. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? What's going on? Someone that's just not pushing stuff under the rug and be like, Hey dude, it's all right. You know, like no big deal. Like that shit's okay. But it's like, it's not like call them out. Don't be a, Yeah. Right, don't don't be appeasing because you ain't doing anybody no good, and you're weak. You're you're being weak. Right, I don't want to call anybody out there weak inherently, but you're being weak. You're you're. I don't know how else to say that. I had I had a way to say it, and it, I lost my train of thought. Um, well, but excuses. You're exhibiting weak behavior. Right. You're well. You're exhibiting weak behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here proclaiming to we throw this alpha male thing around a lot. And I think it just, we use that to go back to like the primal pack kind of thing. Like there's an alpha that's in charge and you know, with that comes responsibility. So we, we use that term loosely in that sense right. on the show. Um, but I try to embody that for the good that it's supposed to be. Right. And so I always measure myself up to that. Right. Like how would the alpha version of me be? compassionate, loving, caring, stern, right? Have integrity, have morals, right? Live up to that, you know? Um, The process that I haven't perfected is when something opposes one of those core values, one of those core principles, handling that. Maybe not handling that, but addressing it. Addressing it in a way that encourages growth redemption and love well and i think as Um, as as men i feel like that i've been seeing lately we like to be in control we like to have control 
and we can't let go of certain things. We we want to voice, but not in a, you know, a calm, collective. Sometimes we're just either too aggressive or just coming at you because we care or we want you to listen instead of like collectively having a tactical approach to having that right conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that like, um, speaking to the control aspect, I think that like a lot of our life is uncontrollable. And so the things that we feel like we can't control, we try to control. Um, and I would say, at least for me, I almost, I, I do that almost unconsciously right it's not until 2020 hindsight where it's like man i really could have just said i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying i could have said my piece what have you um unless like it's something that i'm super passionate about like because a lot of the things that i kind of like i kind of bulldoze my way into almost i would say that like i've done at least a little bit of research you know what i'm saying and if I've vetted it enough for me to believe it, you know what I mean? Like, I think that it doesn't just need to be heard. It needs to be heated, but I don't want to say that like it's supposed to stroke my ego. Like, you know, when we go back and forth over what we're going to talk about on the podcast or how we're going to do the podcast, right? Like I mentioned that a lot, like modeling it after other podcasts, you know? And I think that reason being is because like people there, there's a system to it right and it's like in some way shape or form everybody follows this system whether whatever niche you're in right like there's storytelling there's like this kind of podcast there's joe rogan's you know what i'm saying like there there's within these niches of podcasting or you know there's a system i mean look at music Everything has a system to it that everybody effectively copies. Right. Right. I don't know all the parts to a song, but I know that there's a, you know. Well, staying on track. Beginning. Yeah. It's a, there's a certain, well, you know. But it's, it's like a path to success. You get what I mean? Like it's, and like that's kind of like where I try to put my two cents in, not so much like my way. But again, that comes back to like how I deliver that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can deliver it where it comes off egotistical and the other person like thinks that you just want to be in control or you can deliver it away where, you know, it's you're providing information. You know what I mean? And that's something that like I'm trying to work on, but I haven't found that like key that unlocks that lock of, oh, now I get it. You know, um, that's happened in my marriage too. Like, you know, my wife has had to beat me over the head about whatever it is that she needed me to change for the better of our relationship. And it just took forever. You know, it was, didn't see it, didn't see it, didn't see it, didn't, didn't see it, you know? And then it was like, okay, see it, still did it. See it, still did it. See it, still did it. Right. But not intentionally. And then it was like, oh, now I'm thinking before I do it. Oh, now I'm thinking before I do it. You know what I mean? And then now it's like, oh, now I'm doing it before I do it. How's it? I mean? Like I'm, I'm doing the right thing before I do the wrong thing, or I, you know, I'm speaking the right way, or I'm coming at the situation properly. You know. 
Now, has anything helped notice stuff like that or helped you like catch you when you do that? Has has anything been like, oh shit, I, I need to catch myself? Getting called out. Okay. Getting called out. I don't know if that's the military, you know, getting yelled at for doing the same fucking thing wrong so many times right. having to do it over again. Like, I right. don't know if that just is ingrained in me now where I'm, you know, structured to learn that way. Um, I think that outside information helps, right? When, you know, your brother is telling you something for three years or your wife's telling you for three years and then somebody outside says the same thing and mm -hmm. you heed it then you know like you kind of discredit you know like your wife or your brother in this example um and you're just kind of left like damn dude why am i why why am i like that why did i do it like that you know and i i think that there's a um part of our psychology that needs to be understood there um but for me it I could give a fuck about the psychology. I'm not going to read 80 books on that. Right. Right. I'm just going to put energy into not fucking it up. Right. Somebody tells me something that bothers them that I do. Right. And I care about that person. I'm going to try not to do it. You know what I mean? Or somebody who's done what I'm trying to do tells me to do something. I'm going to fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like, and you're not going to be perfect. That's where this falling off the horse thing comes into, right? right? With accountability, with your group, with with your routines and everything. Like, you're going to fall off the horse. You're going to slide backwards. You got to figure out, okay, I'm here now. It's not the end of the world. Throw your ego aside. Be able to talk to those that, you know, approached you about it. And be willing to get back on that horse. And then have that after-action review where it's like, hey, like, I get that this, 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 and this happened, you know, um, the way it was handled made me feel like this. And I guarantee you 10 out of 10 times, the other party's going to be like, damn, I didn't think about it like that. And now you, now you both have the same issue, right. right? One person's telling you that you're fucking up and you need to change. And then you're sitting there going, well, the way you're telling me is making me not want to talk to you about it or making me resentful to do it or, you know, whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's, I think it's just approaching the situation. I think that it's working on thinking, pausing before you speak, pausing before you do something and slowing yourself down. Um, and it's not easy. Our world moves so fast that we're so ingrained to be instant satisfaction, instant results, got to keep moving so fast can't stop you know you get stuck in that cycle and it's almost like you're on autopilot and you got to kind of break that and kind of slow it down you know what i mean like in baseball when i played baseball we used to talk about that you know you do you take a ground ball seven thousand times right game time happens the ball comes at you slower right you you've seen that curveball thirty thousand times that curveball slower you know what I mean? You can recognize it. And it's that, that right there says repetition. Right. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. And I got it right. Kind of got it right. Kind of got it right. Now I'm getting it right. Now I'm getting it right. You know, I, I'd say be fluid in that. Don't be so rigid, you know, understand that you're going to go through these waves and stuff like that. And then backwards plan. Right. So like now I know that like I, I, I used to, 
go through these cycles of where I could get five hours of sleep, be super productive, feel rested. And then I feel like shit for however long afterwards. And then I get back into a cycle and I found myself to be very productive, not very productive, very productive, not very productive. And then it was like, okay, I got to change this. I want to be productive every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and so start tweaking stuff, start noticing what you're doing, pay attention to those that are experts in their fields. Right. Right. Find reputable sources and imitate, copy, I don't know, follow the system, the guide, right? Like, you know, we we were talking the other day about like Warren Buffett, you know what I mean? Somebody wants to fucking have millions and millions and millions of dollars. Are you going to follow Joe Schmo at the corner who's telling you how to invest in stocks? Like I was doing to a coworker the other day, just from the limited knowledge that I had. Right. Or are you going to like take a look at Warren Buffett and see how the fuck he got started. Be like, oh, who 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 you mo- who are you most likely to listen to? You know what I mean. So go find that, right? Like you don't know something, you don't have a circle that can provide the answer. You don't have a mentor. So the fuck what, man? Google, YouTube. You know, kind of, kind of plan that stuff out with your uh, new routine. Would you say that you've now kind of focused on where your energy goes, where you apply your energy, and and where you need to get your rest so that way you have energy for tomorrow and and, and in your routine and what you want to get done during the day? Damn, that's a good question. Like you're not exhausting your energy into all this stuff that's just taking your energy away, your tactically applying it to where it needs to go so that you can get your stuff done and be productive in your everyday routine and get what you need to get done now. Yes and no. I think that like I have my routines because I want to invest in myself. Absolutely. Right? Like I want to work out because I want to be healthy. I want to be a good example to Jackson, you know, um, I like being able to, to do hard jobs, physical things. I like to be able to lift stuff, right. shit like that. You know what I mean? I like to be able to be a resource in that way. Um, serving in that way makes me feel good. Um, the kind of chronic pain that I've had seems to have kind of died down a bit still Hmm. a massive problem right Right. i can't exactly do a whole lot of stuff but what i can do i can do pretty well or i'm starting to be able to do pretty well um what have you stayed consistent on that you've noticed a big increase i'd say working out and tracking and tracking my sleep and then getting nine hours of sleep I mean, I've been lucky in that realm. I, I know that there's going to come a time where, like, I'm not going to get, like, the full nine hours, right? Like, if we were to be finishing this up tonight and then I had to work at 530, I'm going to be blowing my sleep by two and a half hours. Right. Um, but I I do now advocate for some level of a smart watch um, that can track that because it kind of, I don't know. I just noticed, I, I've noticed the difference. Right. Like I've had, I've averaged eight hours of sleep for the last four days. I had one day that was five hours of sleep and I felt like shit that day. Like really felt like shit. 
you know. And with your eight and, hours of sleep, you've been more productive, been able to get more stuff done and have more energy throughout the whole day, huh? Without having to have a Celsius or have these energy drinks, how have you felt yourself? Never, I never felt like energy drinks ever helped me. I drank them because they weren't soda, but I enjoyed like the flavor and it was something different than water. Um, and then if it added an energy boost, sure. But like, all I can say is this, is that like beforehand, laying down in the middle of the day with Jackson on the floor in his room, right? Because like kind of sitting in that crisscross applesauce fucks my ankle up. So there's not really so much I can do. But laying down, like I feel like, oh, damn, I can go to sleep now. Um, Not so much. I mean, I felt it today, but. I don't know. I, I just, I, I do. Overall, a simple answer. Yeah, I feel better. I, I have felt better. I felt like it's been easier to move towards goals, right? It was weird. Like I, all right, I'm going to start getting nine hours of sleep and then boom, now I'm in the gym every day. Right. You know, like, and are you still not so much eating? that I had energy. Are you still eating? I, my eating's even improved. My My eating has even improved. You know what I mean? Like, I had, I can't remember what I had for breakfast and lunch, but I know that I track that, right? Okay. And I try to do my best to hit my macros and calorie count and all that other stuff. And Do you use an app to track all that or you write that down on paper? I, I use an app. I, I use an app and I pay for it, right? Because now everything's behind a paywall. Um, there's There's some cheaper ones out there that just have to be developed. But of course, as soon as they get developed, more they're, it's going to go behind a paywall anyways so um do you want to share that information macros, on, the, on the app you used or do you want people to reach out yeah, to I you to it. get the app no i use yazio y-a-z-i-o um it's 30 dollars for six months um the free version you can track your calories and use the barcode scanner which is super helpful um, but you can't track macros. You can't see like the vitamins and other stuff. And a lot of people don't care about that. And if that's your flow, fuck it, go for it. You know, at least track, just see what you're eating. Right. Do you um, eat a lot of sugar in your food or no? I don't know. I'd have to look at that. What I've been focusing on is not blowing my calorie count. Okay. But basically, really, what I've what I've tightened up on is I want to be able to track everything, right? And so basically, I've been able to do breakfast and lunch and snacks. And what exactly are you tracking? I've never calorie count, carbs, protein, fat. Um, but dinner has been tough because you know if Whit makes dinner, if my wife makes dinner, um she makes stuff that will last right so like it's easier on our grocery bill so she'll do like a pot roast okay. well like if she doesn't meticulously weigh out everything and know exact i don't know i i, I want to look into that like how do you make a recipe and then figure out what the serving size is and what the what, what the nutrient levels are you know like that I, that'd be something that's pretty cool to find out because then then when you make you know a pot roast or chili like you have an idea of what you're eating at the end of the day so how i handled that beforehand was you know i made sure i was very tight on my breakfast and lunch um with snacks and then left 
probably six to 700 calories to eat at dinner because I couldn't track it. And I wanted to, I want to make sure that I'm under. Right. Um, so I would limit my portion size and do that. Now, what, what's your normal like, breakfast last, looking like? Two eggs and a slice of three eggs, slice of bacon. And then like I make uh, my own pico de gallo. Lunch? Flavor. What about lunch? I meal prep. I usually do. Right now, I'm using chicken because I've been doing a lot of beef. Okay. Um, but so I, I just do it to where I can weigh it, right? I got a little $10 food scale. Um, I use a barcode scanner to scan the package of chicken, right? Make sure that I've got the input correct. And, and then whatever that chicken breast weighs out to, I put in there. And then it tracks it. It makes it super easy, right? And then the cool thing about Yazio is that, like, the recents, because I'm roughly eating the same stuff for breakfast and lunch dude those are quick ads now you know about three eggs it's already there right one slice of bacon already there you know what i mean half an avocado already there i've noticed for um, me for breakfast what i've been doing is juicing in the morning having like a juice with like vegetables apples lemons juicing in the morning and like having that cleanse um and then having like a meal after that um, with like coffee, but also having coffee too. Uh, and then lunch, yeah, just having like a nice healthy lunch, light. Um, and then same with dinner, like uh, either like chicken, meat, veggies, uh, corn, rice. Um, just trying to keep it like lean and you, with protein and healthy. Do you track? I don't. I don't track. I just feel like. I don't know. I, I haven't tracked anything. I just try and eat as healthy as I can, knowing what I'm eating, what I'm putting in the food, um, as far as seasoning. Well, we we've got different goals too. Aren't, aren't you're maintaining? Aren't you? Like you're you're cool with the with the weight that you're at. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't. I feel good. I feel like I I oh, lately I feel like I've been lacking in hydrating with water. Uh, I feel like I need to drink more water, which still is a problem that I've been battling. Um, but as far as Working out five days a week, that's been very consistent. Um, I'm not really particular on my days off. I feel like they come when they come, and I take them, and I'll, I'll get my days. I'll still get my five days in regardless. Um, as far as eating, eating healthy, um, that's that's been consistent, staying consistent. I know I'll have cheat days and, and indulge when I can. Uh, it's not like I'm sitting there eating a cheeseburger and fries every day. I just can't. Um, but I feel like there's just yeah, a, balance. See, like, there's a me, balance to it all, you know? Yeah, there absolutely is. Like, and I'll get to that point eventually. For me, it's different. I want to cut, right? Like, I'm overweight. Okay. So I want to cut. So that's why I'm meticulous about it. Um, in regards to my workout, I'm, I try to stay. Like, I, I have my cousin uh, programmed for me. Um, so, like... Last week, my rest days came because it was like I was get, just getting into it. So I was having a lot of soreness and, you know, with my back and my ankle and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, if they were really hurt and I'd take the day off. Now, I'm, I just hit them up after this last workout because, like, leg workouts are fucking kicking my ass. I mean, I told you I was on the floor trying to figure out how the hell I was going to walk. Um, Do my so arms. Now, like, I, I don't... I, the workouts I've been doing lately, 
I don't know, but dude, my arms have been toast the past couple of days. Like my biceps are fried. <laughs> yeah, I I don't have too much of that. I get it. And it's so crazy because I used to, right? Like when I was, even though I was still overweight when I was like doing CrossFit and working out seven days a week, like when I was moving a shit ton of weight. I mean, I was, you know, squatting 425 or 400, deadlifting 425 for a mat one rep max, you know what I mean? And then I'm repping like in the threes for both, you know, um, my legs were never very sore. I mean, there were sore days for sure where it was like, I, you want me to sit where I can't, I got to stand. Um, but that just was like the epitome of a, a great workout versus the standard workouts. Now it's like, it gets to the point where at least with my legs, just because I had taken such a long break from my injuries from it, that I can, I can see the strength gone and building that up has been difficult, you know? Um, but yeah, so like I track, I, I I'm trying to, I track my food meticulously right. because I'm cutting. Um, and I, I don't know what that would look like for somebody who's not cutting. You don't do it, and you seem to be okay. I think that that's kind of where I'd be at. I think that I have the habit of tracking now, so I probably would still track. Um, I've never been in that realm. I've never been in the realm of, okay, I want to maintain. I've never fucking been there. So um, that'll be a new, you know, a new plateau or a new realm for me to be in. Um, and then as far as, like, my workouts go, I don't want like a day off to come where I'm missing part of the group that I'm working. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not back into CrossFit level stuff. It's not, I'm not necessarily getting full body workouts. You know what I'm saying? All right. the time, every day. So I don't want to miss a part of that and then overbuild on everything else. And then, you know, follow a pattern of missing a leg day you know, once a week or whatever. I don't want to do that. So now I think what I'm working towards is five days or whatever cycle, right, that it takes me to get through the full body. And then that rest day be a stretch, right? Because I still have those problems with my back where I really have to stretch. I really have to crack that lower that lower uh, back in order to kind of get some pain relief or well, not have chronic pain. And with my workouts, what we've been doing lately too is – um, after every workout, we've been implementing, I think it's five minutes or 10 minutes minimum stretching, uh, and then also doing, uh, meditation as well. So, um, whether that's three or five minute meditation, you're getting stretching in and you're getting a meditation in. So I think which helps overall, I mean, I don't know, my workouts aren't an hour long. I would say they're somewhere between... 20 to maybe 45 minutes if the longest um depending on what i'm doing that day and then i'm doing a meditation session and then also uh, stretching uh, i feel like that's just big part i don't i feel like before i was trying to work out for an hour hour and a half or, or have these extreme workouts but now it's like my body and a kettlebell and i feel like that's all i need and i, I don't know it's just been different i've been consistently doing that for a well, month you're maintaining now. i mean yeah you're maintaining functionality you know like 
that makes that makes complete sense and it's funny because like you you said meditating and stretching you effectively do yoga that's mm. what that is right and i had to do that in high school and college for baseball and that shit will kick your ass mm -hmm. you know what i mean if you're doing it right it'll kick your ass but you'll feel great you'll actually get a lot of strength out of that too so it's not bad i don't i don't give a I really to the, everybody out there. I don't care how you get it. Just go get it. You got to move. I, I think that we've forgotten that like moving our bodies are designed to move. Right. And if you don't move your body, it's going to rust. And you will be surprised at how, um, you'll be surprised at how much your mental state, considering we've got all this mental health issues, will will change you know um i just I, I think it's paramount man i think that having a having a circle that encourages you to do do these things um that holds you accountable um that wants you to be a better person and then you doing the work like those are just two things that you have to have together um in order to be successful and i think that plays over in, into anything else that you're doing man like and staying on track um, yeah and like i i go shooting you know like that that serves a dual purpose that's kind of like my time away um for me like the hobby of working out is always been a thing for me and i think that like i enjoy doing that stuff so we're different in that aspect um is something that like i i'll i'll be paying attention on from paying attention to from here on out um but yeah kind of to wrap this up guys you know it doesn't i would say you have to work out at some level walk do something 15 minutes new parents out there you gotta you gotta fit it in you might only get 15 minutes but do something get the habit in of moving your body right and then go outside in nature like go for a walk yeah yeah uh, make sure that you are outside too you got to experience outside. It helps. Um, and then as far as eating, I know that we try to help one of our buddies in the group with this. Um, you know, you don't have to be a clean eater overnight. It's not going to happen. What you got to do is give yourself choices, a good choice. And whatever other choice that you have in the fridge is probably bad. Like if you give yourself choices, you'll choose the right one or you'll be able to work towards choosing the right one. You know what I mean? Um, and that just comes with the commitment, accountability, having people that push you um, and give you that oomph when you're not, when you don't have it, you know? I agree. Well, thank you, Tom. All right, man. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, guys, for we'll listening. see you guys next week.